It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 23rd of January. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Laura Cook. The UK makes accusations against Vladimir Putin. And I don't think there's any reason whatever to justify this action. It's an interference in a democratic country. And Tonga gets back on its feet after a week of chaos. And then I got my mum in. feels inside my heart. I'm so happy because I hear her voice again. <laughs> Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start today with growing fears of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. The UK has this morning accused Vladimir Putin of plotting to install a pro-Moscow figure to lead Ukraine's government. Britain's Foreign Office has taken the unusual step of naming former Ukrainian MP Yevhen Muriev as the potential Kremlin candidate. Dr Andrei Kortunov is Director General of the Russian International Affairs Council and President of the New Eurasia Foundation in Moscow and told Times Radio more about Muriev and the faction he belongs to. These people stand uh, for some kind uh, of reconciliation with Russia, including following the implementation of the uh, Minsk agreements. Uh, uh, they want to change the language legislation so that the Russian language would uh, get uh, more rights than it has right now. Uh, they would like uh, to reverse some of the decisions uh, uh, on the opposition media uh, that uh, were initiated by uh, President Zelensky. UK ministers have warned that the Russian government will face serious consequences if there is an incursion. In a statement, Foreign Secretary Liz Truss said the information being released today shines a light on the extent of Russian activity designed to subvert Ukraine and is an insight into Kremlin thinking. Lord Owen, former Foreign Secretary and Navy minister, told us this latest plot by Putin has nowhere to go. The Ukrainian government was properly elected. It's conducted itself extremely well given the circumstances and I don't think there's any reason whatever to justify this action. It's an interference in a democratic country nor is there any justification whatever Mm. for amassing all this military activity on Ukraine's borders. As representatives of the Taliban arrived in Norway for three days of talks on how to alleviate a humanitarian crisis, More cases of violence against women are being reported in Afghanistan. The Taliban has raided the homes of women's rights campaigners in Kabul, arresting and beating them, apparently in response to recent demonstrations. Two women who took part in protests over the last few months were seized by armed men who claimed to be from the Taliban's intelligence department. One of them is Tamana Pariani, 
She posted this video on social media, screaming for help when the Taliban shows up at her door. In the clip, she is saying, help, please. The Taliban have come to our home. Only my sisters are home. The Taliban claim Pariani's video is a manufactured drama. Fazia Kufi is an Afghan politician and part of the Women Affairs Commission. She's told Times Radio no one will take accountability for what's happening. Uh, nobody takes accountability. Taliban deny, while in reality these women are actually with the intelligence of Taliban. Their families are in hiding. A lot of women that I talk to on daily basis, they are in hiding. They receive threats. They receive um, you know, letters. They receive their phones are being chased. Um, and these women who are actually arrested are being also um, you know, uh, uh, um, pressurized uh, to talk about the whereabouts of other women. On the way, New Zealand's Prime Minister cancels her wedding and the Terminator gets caught up in a four-car pile-up. Times of London Daily World Briefing. And now to Tonga, a kingdom that's been devastated by the eruption of an underwater volcano, causing a tsunami and cutting off communication to the outside world. Some 84% of the population has been affected. Three people have died and burials were held earlier in the week for a woman and man who were killed when the tsunami hit the outlying Hawpai Islands. Curtis Tuailangingi, deputy head of mission for the High Commission of Tonga, currently in Canberra, told Times Radio that besides the three deaths, there are injured people on the islands. In the Namuka Island, we have eight reported injuries. and Tonoi Island, there's four. and Tungo Island, there's two. Uh, so in this uh, at the island group of Hawaii, and the government have uh, opened a field hospital in this remote island just to make sure uh, to, to attend to the need and the emergency in that area. Aid has begun arriving from New Zealand, Japan, Australia and other countries, but the Tongan government's implemented a strict COVID-19 policy that means no one may enter the country without undergoing a three-week isolation period, even aid workers. The deliveries of humanitarian supplies have been contactless and pallets quarantined for 72 hours after arrival at the airport. Viliami Lolohe, a Tongan diplomat in the Netherlands, told Times Radio that recovery efforts were made more difficult by the desire to keep COVID out. For the COVID, Tonga is still COVID-free, so we have to balance uh, the danger of, um, of having that introduced by accident through the international assistance to Tonga. Lord Fatafihi Fakafanua, speaker on Tonga's Legislative Assembly, said that communications in Tonga are not fully back online as yet, but that people can now text and make calls. He went on to admit that Tonga has a long road ahead. The, the damage to property and the long-term effects of the ash and the tsunami um, will, will be felt for, for months and probably years to come. Since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, people in New Zealand have been under some of the strictest rules for travel and social gatherings in the world. But new, tighter restrictions are now being brought in to tackle the Omicron variant. The country is now moving into a red setting in its COVID-19 traffic light framework, meaning more mask wearing, a 100-person cap on indoor hospitality settings and only 25 people if the venue is not using vaccine passes. 
announcing the measures the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, says she's decided to cancel her wedding after nine cases were shown to have spread from the north to the South Islands following such an event. Uh, As for mine, my wedding will not be going ahead, but I just join many other New Zealanders who have had an experience like that as a result um, of the pandemic. And to anyone who's caught up in that scenario, I'm so sorry, but we are all so resilient. And I know we understand that we're doing this for one another, and I know that will help us uh, continue on. The border to New Zealand has been shut to foreign nationals since the initial lockdown in March of 2020. Plans to reopen have been pushed from mid-January to the end of February due to concerns of the Omicron variant that has recently torn through neighbouring Australia. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. And now with the latest for the NFL, Australian Open and more, here's Tom Clayton. Both of the NFL's top playoff seeds have been knocked out in their opening postseason matches. The Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Tennessee Titans with a last-minute field goal, booking their first AFC Championship berth since 1988. Meanwhile, in the NFC, Aaron Rodgers may have ended his Green Bay Packers career with defeat to the San Francisco 49ers at an icy Lambeau field. The former champion Victoria Azarenka has been knocked out of the Australian Open tennis, losing in straight sets to Barbora Krejcikova. Fifth seed Maria Sakkari has also been sent home in the fourth round, going down to Jessica Peluga. In the men's draw, third seed and Olympic champion Alexander Zverev was knocked out by Canadian Denis Shapovalov, and Rafael Nadal is safely through after beating French player Adrian Manorino. And the Australia soccer coach Graham Arnold is set to miss their crucial World Cup qualifier against Vietnam on Thursday after returning a positive test for COVID-19. Arnold has gone into isolation ahead of the game in Melbourne and will be replaced on the sidelines by assistant Rennie Moylenstein. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger must have been channeling his inner Terminator after walking away from a four-car pileup on Friday unscathed. Photos showed a large SUV on top of three other vehicles, the SUV belonging to the 74-year-old actor and former California governor. It was confirmed that Schwarzenegger was driving the car at the time but wasn't hurt and following the crash stood outside ensuring all others involved were safe. Police said the collision was a result of a Ford Prius turning on a red arrow signal when the SUV rolled on top, colliding with two other vehicles. The woman driving the Prius reportedly was taken to hospital with non-life-threatening head injuries. Schwarzenegger's representative said the former governor is doing just fine and his only concern is for the injured woman. And finally, after a 24-year hiatus, Jamaica is sending a four-man bobsleigh team to the Winter Olympics after they qualified earlier this week. Beating the odds to first qualify in 1988, inspiring the 1993 movie Cool Runnings, the team has failed to make it back since 1998. But for two of the crew who are based in Peterborough, lockdowns force them to turn to find familiar ways of staying fit, as team member Nimroy Turgut explains. We, we come up with like um, a plan like to push the mini, the mini Cooper on the side of the road um, because of the COVID restriction and all that. And now when I'm looking back on cool runnings, it was ex- exactly similar. Two other Jamaican bobsleigh teams will be at the Olympics with the two-man and women's monobob also qualifying. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 23rd of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.